would you be willing to trade your health for a million dollars? That's the main question I want to answer today. And another question that kind of goes hand in hand with that is how does your mental health factor into all of this? Because I think that mental health, um, something I'll be talking about today, um, more specifically mental toughness, how does that factor into physical health? And do these things contribute to your overall well-being and your general sense of happiness and fulfillment in life? These questions and more, we'll be talking about them today. All right, my friend, welcome to episode 19 of the Manly Mission podcast. This is your host, Farhan Rana. Um, First of all, to anyone who's listening to me after the longest time ever, I do want to apologize for being off the grid for a while. Um, I guess the best excuse I have is that um, I was working on a certain number of projects over the summer. They got um, spilled into the fall as well. And those just kept me really busy. And um, that's no excuse for not uploading a podcast even like every other week or so. Um, So I do take responsibility for that. But I'm back. And um, I'm feeling this general sense of like, I want to communicate something to you. Um, The main reason being that I'm currently a little halfway past the 75 hard challenge. I'll be talking about that a bit more in detail. Um, But just going through something that's a little intense and forcing me to reevaluate a lot of things in my life has given me a lot of clarity. And one of the things that I came to realize was that um, any amount of progress or any amount of um, success I have, it is very selfish of me to just keep that for myself and not communicate that with you. Um, Someone who might really benefit from this and might need someone to look forward to or look towards as doing something that they want to do. So to kind of set the stage for um, today's podcast, I believe I um, I titled it, um, Is your, wh- which would you choose? Would you choose health or would you choose a million dollars? That's the general theme I'm going for. And um, right off the bat, there are a number of ways in which this could really go. But I want to talk about Um, a certain aspect of health and how that is really um, going to contribute to your general sense of well-being in life. So, like I mentioned, I'm currently on day 46 of the 75 Heart Challenge. And for anyone who's not aware, um, you can go to 75heart.com, you know, get the full details there. But um, basically what it is, it's a mental toughness challenge. Um, which includes a certain number of daily non-negotiable activities you have to do every single day. So, if I can remember all of them, two work two workouts a day, one of them has to be outside, each of them for being 45 minutes long, um, reading 10 pages a day, taking a day, daily progress picture, um, drinking a gallon of water, and eating a clean diet, and no junk food. Those are the daily non-negotiable activities. And there's a lot, a bit of nuance that goes into all of them. Um, you know, just listening to the founder, Andy Fasola, who created this program, um, he has success stories of people from all walks of life. Um, literally, he said that women who are like seven, eight months pregnant have been able to do this challenge and like a few days later gave, gave birth after completing the challenge. You also, He also talked about um, someone being having no legs, um, completing this program, like fully. So really, it's scalable in terms of where you are currently and what capacity you have for doing some of the physical aspects of this. Um, But that's the 75 hard challenge in a nutshell. It's not so much a physical challenge as it is a mental toughness challenge because um, what really gets in the way of us achieving anything in life is really the story that we tell ourselves and the challenge that we face in our own mind. It's not so much the physical aspect of all of this, really. Um, Just based on the examples I just shared with you, like 
each of those categories of people could really say that, hey, um, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like seven months pregnant, I should not be doing something that's physically taxing or whatever. I don't, I don't know how women um, would, uh, would deal with this. But I'm assuming that it goes along the, that line of thought. So it's really, it really comes down to when faced with a challenge, are you able to follow through on it? That's really the big question. That's the million dollar question kind of playing on the theme of today's podcast. And what I want to go into is kind of my observations, my um, perspective on life as a whole, seeing that I'm on, you know, a little bit past halfway point, the halfway point of 75 hard. And, um, really just kind of sharing what I've been able to experience. So in a nutshell, I don't want to drag this part too long because I want to get into something that's a little bit more deeper. Um, really, the way I got started with this was, I was, it, this was like late October. And I was, you know, I was going through the motions of life, essentially. Um, I was kind of reflecting one night and I was like, why don't I have the things that I've wanted for the longest time? For me, you know, some of those things would be um, maybe like really fulfilling career or just having some kind of um, sustainable online business, um, maybe having companionship in, front, in, in terms of like really close friends um, or a partner, um, maybe some luxuries things of that sort. Those were the kind of things that I was thinking about, like, why don't I have them? And I looked at myself and I was like, I'm, I'm not less intelligent than a lot of people. Um, so I can't really be, be that. And I'm not physically, I'm, you know, I, you know, alhamdulillah, praise to God, like I have a good amount of physical health. That's not the issue. It's not like I'm I'm not physically able to do some of the things I want to do. Then the only thing that, you know, and, and I'm not really lacking for resources either. Um, like I have pretty much everything at my fingertips in terms of like technology and um, resources to really make my dreams come true. So it really came down to, do I fight with my mind every single day when I'm trying to get some of the stuff done that I have in mind for myself? And that, you know, as clear as day, that that was the only thing that's, that was standing in my, in my way. And a, par, a big part of that mental challenge that we face with ourselves is really staying consistent. And the only way you stay consistent is if you like you, you have to, you have to really, um, how do I put this? Like the, the, the one reason why you won't achieve the things you want to do in life is because you don't follow through on what you need to be doing every single day. You need to be consistent, whether that means daily, weekly, um, every other day, whatever the nature of the activity is, like you need to be doing it long enough for it to actually compound and give you that level of success that you're really looking for. And a huge part of staying consistent is doing stuff when conditions are not ideal. That's a big part of this. I think a lot of us, we get sidetracked and we make excuses for why we're not doing a certain activity or taking action on a certain thing because conditions are not ideal. So let me give you, give you an example. Say you want to go to the gym you know, anywhere from three to four times a week. You just set that as a very basic goal. You have a simple basic plan that you're going to follow. So you start going, you know, it's like, you know, around this time of the year, it's like November, December, it's kind of cold outside. Um, one day you get out of work, it's like five, 6 p.m. And it's pouring outside. It's like, you know, when, when, what would normally take you like maybe a 10, 15 minute drive to the gym, it's going to be easily 20, 30, 40 minutes just getting to the gym. And it's not like you have anything to really do at home. It's just going to take a little bit of time. Now, you could make the excuse and no one would really hold it against you. Like, hey, this is going to take me a lot of time. I could be doing something better. You know, I've already, you know, 
you know, I've been to the gym maybe like once this week. Like, what does missing once hurt? Does the missing one time hurt? And I'll tell you right now that no missing one t- one gym session will not hurt you. But missing one gym sh- session every week for the next three years will definitely hurt you. Because it's never going to be just one gym session that you missed. It's going to go to two two gym sessions. Then it's going to go to three. Then you might bounce back and go to like, you know, do five sessions in a week. And then you'll kind of be on this like roller coaster of being on, being off. And you won't really get to the position where you want to be. And if we're talking gym specific success, it, it won't even take you three years to get the kind of body that you want or the kind of health that you're striving for. A max maybe like a year to two years is what you really need to be in a decent amount of shape, have a decent amount of physical activity to be to feel proud of yourself. That's really what it is. But the reason why you're not able to do this is because you're fighting a battle with your mind every single time you're negotiating with yourself. That's the biggest thing. I think the reason why, like, I don't want to say I'm like behind, like I'm really thankful for where I am. And, you know, if I could go back in time, I would not change my journey one bit. Because every part of my journey so far has led me to this point where I can look back and be very grateful for the challenges and the experiences that I've had because they've shaped who, they've shaped who I am. Had I had a little bit of ease or a little bit more, um, what's the word? A little bit more help along the way in terms of being able to get to my goals a, bit, a little bit faster with a little less friction, maybe I wouldn't have the kind of perspective that I have right now. And going back to 75 hard, the reason why I started was because I was like, I'm tired of fighting this battle against myself. Like, say, you know, anytime I want to start something new, like I get to maybe like three or four days and then I kind of fall off. Like, why is that? Why can't I hold myself to a higher standard? It's not like, you know, like I said, there's nothing that tangibly is in my way it's really just me fighting against my mind every single day so i looked at this program i looked at what it required of me and i said this is exactly what i need doing something every single day and the other component of 75 hard is that if you miss one activity or you do one activity um less than what is required of you you start all the way back at day one and that I just could not afford, especially because like, so you don't have to, um, you don't need to do physical you know, public accountability with this. But I decided to do that. I decided to post my um, daily uh, exercise sessions on Instagram, um, sharing my uh, daily um, scorecard of where I was in seventy five hard on Instagram, just to have a little bit of public accountability. Um, and to show myself and to others that, yes, this is something hard, but I'm still doing it. Like I've had days where I've had to go on my second outdoor, you know, cardio session, essentially, when it was, um, it had just snowed. It was like maybe 28, 30 degrees Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit outside. It was really windy. And by the time I came back, like I was just like, I was frozen, my shoes were just like cold, they were just like wet, and I was just like basically soaked from all like the, from. It was a, there was a bit of rain going on as well. And when I got through that, I was like, this is amazing. Like, I just did something that, and this was like, I, in any other circumstance, I have no reason to be out there like that. I have absolutely no reason to be out there. But now I'm at this point where I look forward to like inclement weather. I'm looking forward to maybe we'll have like a blizzard in a couple of days. I'm looking forward to going outside and walking during that blizzard. And this is something that I think a lot of us, we, you know, some, you know, if you're listening to this, you're probably like, what's, what's wrong with you? You're crazy. Like, why would you do that? 
um, my family tells me that every single day. Like I've heard it enough. Like they just know that I'm a little little off the rails in terms of like me just going after what I what I need to do. But you might be thinking to yourself, like, hey, that's like, why do you need to do that to yourself? Like, you could just take it a little bit easier. If you need to do two sessions of exercise, just do, do them at home. You don't need to do them outside. That's exactly the reason why you're not where you want to be. Listen to yourself, man. It's because you make excuses all the time that you're not where you want to be. And I'm talking to myself, honestly. I'm talking to myself. I'm not even talking to you. I'm talking to myself like the reason why you have not been able to get the things you want out of life is because you make excuses and you tell yourself stories which are not true. And the reason you tell yourself those stories is because you've repeated them over and over and over again and you've made them a part of your identity to the point where you see something a little bit, you know, see something that's a little bit challenging, something that will make you go out of your comfort zone a little bit, not even like a huge lot. And you're just like, I don't want to do that because I'm very cozy, I'm very comfortable where I am, and I don't need to be out there. Look, man, I'll be, I'll be honest with you, you don't need to do anything. <laughs> you don't need to do anything. Like, you don't need to you don't need to force yourself to do anything. You could live the way you are. But well what I'll tell you though is what you're trading when you do that is you're accepting a life of mediocrity. You're accepting a life where the days just go on and on. You're living day in, day out. Nothing's really changing. You're going to work, you're going to school, you're coming home to your family. Same thing over and over and over again. And you go five days a week into work, two days on the weekend. They're probably spent, you know, doing chores, getting groceries, doing, you know, basic basic stuff that we need to do to live. But then you have these moments of clarity sometimes where you're just like, is this it? And I'm talking to my brothers who are like in around the same age group as me. Maybe we're, you know, late, mid to late 20s, early 30s. I think for a lot of us, we get to this point in our lives where we wake up one day and we're just like, is this it? Like, you go, you look back to your college days and you're like, I was doing so much in college. Or just when, you know, when I was in my early 20s, I was working out like, you know, six times a week. I was doing sports. I was involved in like student organizations. I was there for my family. I was like, you know, you know, we were spending like really good quality time. I had a solid group of like friends and we would, you know, we were doing some meaningful activities and, you know, you had huge aspirations for what you wanted out of life. And anytime, you, you know, someone would ask you like, hey, what are you going to do after you graduate? Or like, what are you doing right now since you just graduated? You had like, you know, you had this fire about you. You where you were like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm working on this, you know, career, I'm going to the school, whatever. And then, you know, this strange thing happens where you get to like your mid-20s and you're just like, you kind of get sent it in, into a, a routine where you've compromised a lot on those idealistic um, ambitions that you had early on. And it happens very slowly, like it doesn't happen overnight. You start working... You know, you make a little bit of money and you buy yourself a little, you know, some luxuries, a nice car or whatever. You start going out a little more, bit more. You start staying in um, because maybe you got engaged, maybe married, whatever. And you're just like, I just want to stay home. It's like comfortable. It's nice. And you stop working out as much or just completely. And you get to this point where like you're comfortable where you are nothing's wrong with your life but something's also very seriously wrong with your life like you just you just deeply feel that sometimes and what happens with a lot of these things that we get involved with and like i'm saying like i just want to make this point very clear like i'm not saying that living a good comfortable life is necessarily a wrong thing my question is what are you sacrificing over the long term if you don't 
routinely and voluntarily put yourself into situations where you're forced to step out of your comfort zone? That's the question I'm asking you. So get to this point where you're just like, what am I like, what's going on? You don't feel as strong. You, you get winded just like walking five five minutes down the ro- down the road. You have consistent brain fog. You can't focus for more than like maybe half an hour at work. You have to really rely on downing caffeine, monster, Red Bull just to get through the day. Maybe you're you're, you're addicted to some substances. And you're relying on them as a crutch because you're not facing the real root of the problem. And the root of the problem is that you've negotiated with yourself way too many times to the point where, like, You've created this barrier around yourself where you're like, I don't want to do anything that will require any extra amount of effort. Like, cool, like you're you're going to work, you're you're probably doing well in your career and all that kind of good stuff, maybe involved in the community. Um, but you just you you just know that you're not you you have higher aspirations. You know you could do be doing so much more with your life. And now I want to get to the point that you know that. I kind of reference with the title that I had in mind. Your health, I I really believe this at this point in my life right now. Your health is a mindset. Your health is a mindset. And let me explain what what I mean by that. The way you think about your body as a physical thing, in term, you know, so let me ask you this. How do you define health in a very simple way, not getting into complexities of biology or whatever? How do you define health? And the way I would define it is that a healthy body does what it's supposed to do. Let me explain what I mean by that. A healthy body is able to move itself, move itself through space in an efficient and effective manner physical you know examples of that being walking running jogging whatever it's able to resist against an external force move you know resistance so that being strength that being fun- functional strength whatever and from a mental aspect it's able to keep itself composed under conditions of stress you don't bend when things get tough. Those are, you know, some of the basic ways in which I would describe health. So, I want to give an example that I think illustrates how much we take our health for granted and how um, it, it you know, we how much we take it for granted, honestly. So, I was working as a book card volunteer in early, I want to say about like 2016, 2017 at a local hospital. And what I would do is that I would go on a designated route around the hospital, a couple different buildings. And, um, I would go with this book cart around the hospital and, you know, like I would, you know, be outside the rooms. I'd go in and ask, hey, do you want a free book, a magazine? A lot of people would, you know, be like, yeah, I'll definitely take that. I'm bored out of my mind. I would do that around, the, you know, around the hospital, maybe take me about two to three hours to finish my route. Most of the time it was uneventful, nothing really out of the ordinary, um, but one time. I very clearly remember this. It was Sunday morning. I was doing my route as usual. 
and I get to this corner room in one of the buildings. It's very brightly lit, um, and there's only one patient inside that room. And that's kind of that's unusual as it is because in most situations you have a roommate when you're when you're hospitalized. So I go in, and you know I I, I introduce myself to the patient, and he is a. I must have been around like 20, 21 at this point. And this was a young man. He looked about the same age as me, honestly. I could not have guessed like his age, but maybe early 20s, just to put it very simply. Early 20s guy. He is sat upright, like they have his bed elevated. He, I address him and introduce myself, but he's non-responsive. Not because he's not awake or anything, like he, he, he's very clearly awake, but he he just looks at me with his eyes, like he doesn't say anything. And I can't remember if he maybe had like a oxygen mask on or whatever, but no response. Um, he's tied up to a ton of tubes, a lot of medical equipment around him, just keeping him alive basically. And when I realized when we had that kind of awkward moment, when I realized that, okay, he's probably not going to be able to ask for anything, I kind of left, I, I left the room. And that that's sometimes did used to happen. Like I would go in, patients would be a little bit non-responsive. It, it, it wouldn't like strike me as too weird. But this time, it hit me on a deeper level because that could have very easily been me. That's how I see it. That very easily could have been me. Like, I saw myself in him. Young man, early 20s, filled with aspirations, filled with dreams, of what he wanted to do. Like, I just, I just imagine like, you know, if I could have a short conversation with him, what would he say? What would he tell me he wanted to be? What, what, what would he tell me in terms of what he wanted to do with his life? And I'll never know. I don't know what his fate is. I don't know. Is he still there? Is he still alive even? I don't know. But my point of sharing this story with you is really to tell you that you cannot put a number on your health. And mind you, like, I'm sure, you know, even when, even though he was physically constrained I don't want to use the word impaired because I don't know what his condition was, but he was not able to move physically. He was not able to do physical activities. I'm sure his mind was still working. It has to. Because when you're stuck in that kind of position, maybe maybe we've had moments of this where we got really sick and we were bedridden. We could not move. We could not really even speak because our throat really hurt. But your mind's still working. You're still like thinking about what you could have be, could be doing right now. Maybe you wanted to get some, you know, do something outside. Maybe you're thinking about your future, what your future holds for you. Like your mind, you're you're just like you come to term. You you have to come to terms with your mind in those in those moments. So you, what I want to say is that. You cannot put a number on your health. You cannot. Even though I made the title a little bit clickbaity, like, hey, would you choose health or a million dollars? Like, you know, that was, you know, that's whatever. But I'm sure that if I, if I could go back to him and ask him, like, hey, would you choose a million dollars and stay where you are as you are? Or would you like to have a healthy body and be absolutely freaking broke. 
to me, it's very clear what he would choose. I don't know about you, but I'm 100% sure what he would choose. And I don't mean to go down this, like, depressing route of, like, hey, you know, uh, we should be more grateful for our health and stuff. But I think for the kind of people that I'm addressing, a lot of you are around the same age as me and we're kind of in the same life situation where we're in this rut, man. We're in this rut and we just cannot seem to get out. And a lot of it has to do with how we perceive health. We perceive, you know, we do ourselves a huge disservice by saying that, oh, you know, health is like, you know, whatever. It's nice to kind of like, you know, walk around and stuff for a little bit. And, you know, I'm I'm, I'm for all physical activity. That's, that's, I'm, any day you ask me, I'm going to say, yeah, that's a good thing. But to see... To see a lot of people that I kind of grew up with, maybe went to school with, and to see how different we are in terms of just looking physically, and I don't say, say this in in terms of like looking down upon them, but just a matter of observation, and we do this as people anyway, we observe others, and even though we might not say anything, we still think to ourselves like, hey, you know, you know, how did he let him go so so much? Like, I thought he, you know, used to really play, play sports. He's looking a little bit, you know, he has a bit of a, you know, whatever. I don't want to, I don't want to go down that route. But we look at our, you know, we look at ourselves, we look at others and we're just like, hey, how did this happen, man? How did we become like, <laughs> when, uh, when we were in college, you know, you might be thinking to yourself when we were in college, we were like, oh, I'm never going to turn, I'm never going to have like an uncle bod. That's something like that's that's pretty prevalent among amongst like Asian communities, like an uncle bod <laughs> or a dad bod or whatever. You're like, I'm gonna stay ripped, I'm gonna stay physically active and stuff. And then, you, what do you know? Six six years of working a nine to five corporate job, and there you are, uncle bod as you know in the, in the making. Part of me, you know, is kind of telling you off, like, hey, snap out of it, man. You don't have to go on this like crazy Olympian workout regime or whatever. That's not, that is not expected of you. I'm not going to recommend that. I don't even, I'm not going to do that (laughs) at all. I might do like aspects of it, but I'm not going to do that. It's not going to, that's not what I'm doing. Part of me is, you know, also sympathetic to where you are because it's been a slow decline to, to for lack of a better term to this point and you know we never wake up one day and we're like i'm gonna totally wreck my health you might do that just part of your behaviors and your habits but you don't consciously make that choice because we know intuitively that hey you know i should take care of my health or whatever so where we find ourselves is in this weird place where we're not quite physically ill. We're not, you know, that's something to be very grateful for. We're not physically ill or anything, but we don't have that same kind of fire. We don't have that same kind of like oomph, (laughs) for lack of a better um, expression for this. And, you know, you can get into this whole like um, side tangent about like your your hormones, your... um, you're just your life lifestyle, how that contributes to your health. But I'm just talking about the mindset right now. Like, why is this something that's so prevalent amongst like mid to late twenty year olds, early thirty or thirties? Why is this something so prevalent, and why are not why are more people not like addressing this? Why is this becoming the the status quo where we don't take care of ourselves? I don't want to drag this on too long, but one thing I'll say before giving you some practical applications of how you can start reversing this problem is that as a man, your physical presence and your image is a huge, I've learned this through experience, your physical image and your presence almost defines the kind of life you'll have and I don't mean to exaggerate with that but I think that's very true 
um, for someone who's some, someone who understands what I'm saying. The way you carry yourself, how you're built, it, there's no way around it. You, you, I, I'm not going to have that debate with you about like, oh, you know, you know, different body types and over. There is a standard way, standard image of a man. When we think of a man, maybe when we were, we were kids, a strong man, we knew what that looked like intuitively. Rough image, but we know what that looks like. And we know how that kind of person operates in life. That is a huge part of how you live life. And I think what we've done as um, maybe in terms of like the Asian community is that we've divorced the male presence and image physically, maybe even mentally, from financial and material success. Like those two things in our minds... In Asian communities, I wouldn't even, I would even dare to say in Muslim communities, is that we've divorced those two things. Like those things, you know, you choose one or the other. You're either the super successful skinny fat dude, or you're like, you know, a health freak, a health nerd, who, who who struggles to pay his bills. Why is this? A, why is this? Uh, why why do we think in black and white about this? When you study ancient civilizations, and I'm uh, I'm not you know like a history buff or anything. When you st- study even our our like Islamic history, you see strong men who were physically capable, and they were like the greatest scholars, thinkers, inventors of our of our of our history. That you could not operate from a academic um, intellectual level if your body is not supporting you in that and vice versa if your body is you know is weak like your your mental is just like off because those two things are they're they're one and the same essentially you cannot divorce one from the other I mean, you can you can get by. And we see that all the time. We see men who are doing well in their careers. They maybe have like a nice couple of luxuries, whatever. And I don't say this with a tinge of... I don't say this with any amount of envy at all. I'm just observing. We see this and we're... Like, is is, is that it? This is what I'm, I want to grow up to be? Maybe you're happy where you are, bro. Good good for you, man. I'm just talking to the guys who are like, how did I end up here where I wanted to be this, like, you know, this Superman almost? So just something to, you know, some food for thought for you because we're doing ourselves a huge disservice by not paying attention to our health. And another thing I'll say is that fitness is not necessarily health. Now, that might be a little shocking for some of you because you're like, oh, you know, if I hit the gym like, you know, three, four times a week, I yeah, I should be healthy, right? Go back to what I said when I kind of started this section of the podcast. Health is a mindset. You have physical components to that mindset, but it's really about how you conceptualize, how you think about health. That's the main thing that will dictate how you feel, how you operate, how you move about in life. So... Let's talk about practicalities because I don't want to leave you off here and just just leave you to figure out how to you know fi- fix this problem. Number 1. Get your basics in order, man. Get on some kind of workout routine. I don't care what it is. I really do not care what it is. When I started out, I started with a program that was called Strong Lifts 5x5. You can look it up. It's still like a huge thing. And it was, for me, it was the perfect thing for me. It was simple, three times a week, do big compact movements, get stronger on them every week. Essentially, that's what it was. 
now was it was it not ideal was it too minimalistic was it not like aesthetically focused and you know not going to make me look like a giga chat or whatever sure it wasn't like the best program out there but i stuck with it i stuck with it for a good five months before we had to go into lockdown even then even after that when i got some gym equipment i still carried on with that same kind of program I contribute my level of physical ability, my strength, whatever, to not necessarily the program itself, even though that was what intuitively kind of worked for me, but just me sticking with it, man. I knew about this program since like 2016, 2017, but I never stuck with it long enough. It was maybe a month on, a couple months off, two months on, a couple months off again. I just like, you know, just fluctuated for the longest time. So get your basics in order, start a workout program. If you need some help, reach out to me. I'll help you create something. Diet, that's a whole different podcast, man. But what, what I'll say is that you know when you're eating unhealthy versus when you're not, when you're eating something good. Don't don't BS yourself. You know when you're looking at a plate whether this is good for your health or not. Now, am I saying that you should eat healthy all the time? Of course not. That's not what I'm saying. What I said earlier, or maybe I, I don't know if I said this or not, but health is a 80% game. Health is an 80% game. If you can stay good with your health 80% of the time and in 80% of situations, you will look, feel, and operate better than 99% of men say, three to five years down the road, and definitely 10 years down the road. It's an 80% game. And I'll be honest, a lot of us, we're not even playing this game at like 10%, 20%. That's how bad it is. Maybe 40% if we're like, you know, slightly physically active or whatever. So there's that. Sleep. If you're working long hours, whatever. And, you know, like a lot of this, like, it's it's up to you. Like, I'm just giving, I'm just pointing out what you need to focus on. I'm not telling you, prescribing you what, what you should do, because I don't know you. I don't know who's listening to this. I don't know your situation. I'm just pointing out the things that you should be aware of. And you have the resources at your fingertips to figure out what you need to be doing. You have the internet, you have YouTube, you have, you have me, if you want to, if you have any questions for me, you know, I'm just pointing out these things to you. A huge part of what we talked about today was mental, specifically mental toughness, making excuses with yourself, self-negotiation, all of the stuff that keeps us away from our dreams and our goals. And even if you're not thinking like, you know, on a grand vision, just just feeling and operating like you can do whatever you want in life, no matter how big or small that is. How do you fix that? How do you stop negotiating with yourself how do you stop like whenever something tough comes up you're just like i i i'm i i'm not gonna do this right now whatever it's it's i don't need to do this how do you fix that honestly if you ask me i would recommend 75 hard it's it's a free program the app costs whatever a couple bucks it makes things so much easier i would recommend that and you won't experience the benefits of a program like this until you get to about, you know, midway. I'll just be very honest with you. If you're expecting like instant results, the moment you started day one, you're not going to feel it. You're going to feel like a sudden lo- level of enthusiasm, sure. But you, you, you really experience the benefits right about midway point, a little bit after that maybe, is when you get into the flow of, of, of stuff and you start looking forward to some of the stuff that that's required of you. So there's that option. I honestly can't think of another practical option for someone wanting to develop mental toughness. I mean, you could pick some of the hardest activities within that program and do them. But I think it's really the whole like you it's it's a all or nothing kind of approach to this program which really makes it effective plus the fact that if you if you miss something 
You start all the way back at day one. So maybe that's what I would recommend. Um, some, either this program or something similar to it. I don't know if there's something similar of it, but the main thing is like, it's not so much the program itself. It's like doing stuff when conditions are not ideal, doing hard stuff when conditions are not ideal, when every fiber of your body, you know, imagine this. It's, and this happened to me last night. It's 10.30 p.m. You just got back from work, from, from school or whatever. You had a bit of a long night. You were hanging out. And you realize, like, hey, I promised myself that I would do one workout. One one workout of two today. I've only done one so far. It's 10.30. You're just like, man, I just want to go to sleep. <laughs> I've had a long night whatever, I've been hanging out, whatever. Now, those are the moments which define you. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that right now, man. Those moments define you. So what did I, what did I do? Well, I was going to fail this challenge and look embarrassing in front of all you guys. So I, I did my workout. Fortunately, I have an elliptical at home. So I did, I did 45 minutes of that. And for me, at this point, it wasn't so much like, a, oh, man, I really got to do this. I, this sucks. Like, you know, I just want to just want to sleep. Part of that was there, obviously. I'm not going to I'm not going to deny that. But I didn't I didn't simmer. I didn't like <laughs> I didn't cook myself in those emotions. Like if you can imagine what I'm, what I'm trying to say, I didn't like just just stay in those emotions. I was just like, OK, I feel this, whatever. Let me get this done. And then we'll we'll. You know, we'll take it from there. And quite honestly, like, I slept really well after that. Yeah, like, I slept around 11, 15, 11, 30, maybe. I slept pretty good. I don't know. I don't know why it is. Maybe I didn't, like, have too much caffeine last night that kind of helped me sleep, whatever. Point is, I don't want to go on tangents. Point is, do stuff when it's hard, when conditions are not ideal. Do hard stuff when conditions are not ideal. That's the main message I want to leave you with. And the last thing I'll say, honestly, is that you need to almost rediscover what it means to be be a man. Now, I know you might see memes and like funny stuff on Twitter, on the internet, whatever, that kind of tells you like, you know, oh, you know, Strong men look buff in gym, like we go gym, like that's, you know, that's, that's funny, whatever. But I think like, so a really good book I read um, a long time ago, I have to remember it, man. It was called, let me look at this up right now. Something about like a man's wild heart or something. It was a really, really good book. Let me find this for you guys. I believe, if I'm not wrong, Wild at Heart by John Eldridge. Wild at Heart by John Eldridge, Rediscovering the Secret of a Man's Soul. Absolutely beautiful book. It does have Christian leanings, it does have Christian uh, messaging in there, that's fine. It was, I read this book in maybe late 2019 or so. Absolutely beautiful. It, It speaks to the very essence of who we are as men, and I could not recommend it enough. I haven't read this since then, but some of the chapters, some of the lines in there, it just stuck with me. And I'll be honest with you guys, there were moments where, like, I teared up because what he was saying in terms of, like, how you feel as a man, some of the emotions and some of the frustrations and, like, the unmet expectations you have of yourself, not even like of, of others, but like just the unmet expectations that you have of yourself. Like what that what that does to you as a man. I, it, 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 it really gave me clarity on like, man, I need to do something. And this was back in 2019. This was when I was like going through my like hard gym phase and this, you know, I was kind of immersed in this kind of environment. That's a really good book. I would definitely recommend you guys to read that. Um, approach it with an open mind. If you're Muslim, like there's no 
there's no harm in reading this if anything read it as like okay what's what's um this what, what does this author have to say about it um but man it was it was a really good book so i know this podcast has dragged on to about like 50 minutes or so so i'll uh, start wrapping up um so in terms of moving forward what's the direction of this podcast the direction and the vision and the mission honestly is still the same make you know this pla- this podcast is going to be a platform for really talking about men's issues but also talking about like general stuff that you know, a lot of people can just relate to in general so productivity health mindset wealth i'll be talking about more about business going forward because that's kind of the environment i'm currently immersed in obviously fitness and health is very dear to my heart so that will always be part of it so that the the mission and the vision is still exactly the same as it is um i do intend on uploading more consistently <laughs> um that's I, I i still so feel so bad about like just dropping this off like um but be that be that as it may we're back i'm back so we're going to be doing this every single week god willing inshallah every wednesday i know this is coming out on thursday but going forward every wednesday a new podcast episode and um yeah so if you want to get in, in touch with me i don't know where you might be listening to this but if you want if you're on instagram where i'm most active it's hey it's farhan the handle hey it's farhan um you can reach out to me there just send me a dm if you have any questions if you're on twitter i'm more active on there as of recent it's a very similar handle it's hey farhan you can reach out to me there as well um give me a follow give me a follow i'm going to be sharing more business aspects and like creating um a personal brand on there so if that's something of interest to you do give me a follow there um but yeah i'll leave it right there i know we talked about a lot of different things but I want to leave you with this man. I'm talking to one person right now. I something that was recommended to me was don't speak to a lot of people, speak to one person. And I know exactly who I'm speaking to because I'm speaking to myself maybe a couple of years younger, you know, like three or four younger uh, younger than me. You have so much untapped potential in you. You have no idea what you're capable of. And the only reason you're not going to do it, you're not going to achieve, you're not going to succeed, is because your own mind will be your worst enemy. So, like like I've said a couple of times during this podcast, do hard things when conditions are not ideal. And I'll add a final component to that, to achieve unexpected results. I'll have to make this punchy or whatever, but that's kind of the message I'm going for. Do hard things when conditions are not ideal to achieve unexpected results. And that's the me- that's the message I'm going to leave you guys with. So thank you so much for tuning in. This was episode 19 of the Manly Mission Podcast with your host Farhan Rana. Signing out. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you very soon.